It is February the 5th, 2022. Uh, I'm Chris and this is The Future of Photography. The Future of Photography. And of course, introducing Adrian and Jeremiah. How are you doing, gentlemen? Splendid. Thank you. Very good. Very good. We are back at showing photos today. I think that's so. So, so here's the, here's the thing. Um, you might remember we've done this in the past. We have played with different apps. One of them, kind of our favorite, I think, um, the Pixel Destroyer, the Photo Mangler, the whatever it's called. Uh, it, the name is Decimate, and it's an iPhone app. So, unfortunately, um, I'm very sorry for. The androids among you, but there is uh, probably something that can do these kind of violent things to photos on the Android side as well. So uh, Decimate is new. They changed it. They updated it. They did. Uh, I've they, the interface is. I I I sent a joking message uh, to to the two of you saying it, it's it's finally usable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been through yeah, several iterations over the years it's, I, I, to smash pixels basically well the thing is it's it's not more ways maybe a couple more but it's yeah it's easier to find those ways now because the user interface yeah. has been like decaffed i mean it's really it, it was very gesture based and now you have actual buttons to press and it's easier to discover how it works i'm quite a fan of the new interface it's here let me let me yeah. let me bring this up beefs. on the screen i got some beefs yeah we got uh, we got a few oops that's the wrong one hold on can, can i ask you guys uh, while uh, while we we fiddle with bringing up the images i found that once i had an image i liked and i hit save image I could never find it. I, I would. It goes in your camera roll. It goes in uh, your camera roll. There's, yeah, it does not though. No, it no, does no, for no. me. It, does. Uh, it did for yeah, me. Yeah, it doesn't I think show it up might, on recents or anything. It does. I think for it me. might create an album called Decimate as well. Have you checked for an album called Decimate that uh, is created? You know, I did not, and I'm sure you're right. So it, here's it, here's what it looks like. It is uh it it now has like the image at the top and then you can either take take a picture or you can load an image from your uh from your photos. And then it has these buttons at the bottom of the image and you can uh, like there are two randomize uh buttons which will the first one will randomize the kinds of effects that are used on the picture. I think it chooses two randomly. But there, you can add more if you want to. And then there's a randomized params, which is the parameters of those effects. Um, and that gets randomized. And uh, the, the third one adds, lets you change the blend mode. Like how is the original picture and the effects going to be blended together? If you've ever been in Photoshop or any other layer-based editor, that's, that should be quite uh, easy to understand. And then the next one is the, the last one is the effects stack, which shows you the... Um, the different effects and which ones are turned on and off. And that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, but it is a lot better, though, as well. It's actually, do you know what? I'm torn because on one hand, you know, the esoteric nature of the UI was part of the, you know, part of the decimate thing, wasn't it? The culture for the last 10 years has been, can you actually figure out how to work decimate? Um, uh, <laughs> but the, 
but now now it's a lot more orthodox so so i guess as a creative tool it's a bit more powerful because you can focus your efforts on the creativity rather than working the app but i tell you what before we go any further i'd like to give a shout out to to the developer it's a chap called chris collins and uh I, i i don't know chris um but i've been a big fan of decimate pretty much since it launched which was many many years ago if i try and flick back through i think it was 2011 is the most recent version uh, that you can see in the history on the app store and that was version 2.0 mm-hmm. so i mean this is a, a labor of love o- over a decade um yeah the, this release is the first major release for two and a half years actually three three and a half years nearly um and i'd like to just say thanks to chris for keeping on keeping on because it's an awesome app and a lot of fun 100 percent. i've i've just opened it here in the app store it's like it's like a dollar it's yeah it's it's yeah. basically free it is wonderful i like it huh it is so it is. go ahead so well i was just going to say uh you know uh, you're right the the user interface has changed it is a lot easier to use um and uh it has a, a couple of new bits in it but uh, for those of for those of you out there who've used Decimate before, uh, uh, it is e- instantly familiar in the sense that you know you you have pretty much the same menu of effects. Uh, you can randomise them or control them as you wish, uh, and uh, don't forget, of course, you have to have them in the right order because they're applied in the order they're in the list. So you can move the can list around them? and get different effects that way. Um, yeah, I, I was just fun. I haven't played with it for a while, actually, so it was good to come back to it uh, and you know have a play. So the the thing is, you can um, the, the the interesting thing is you can. And we'll, by the way, we'll watch, uh, we'll look at photos in a in a moment. So um, that that is a video show for sure. Um, the thing is that I think there is no way to control anything but the order of the effects as they are applied and if they are turned on or off. Uh, or are there any parameters that you can go into uh, and, and say, make this a bit different, change the number of repetitions or something like that? I don't think that's possible. I've not found a way to do that. So so what you do is pretty much you mash buttons until it looks right. That's kind of the, 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 the process. Like I, 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 I take or load a picture and then I go through randomized effects. I mash that button several times and then at one point I go, oh, that's good. And I hope I don't overshoot because I don't think there's a way to go back to the last no, one. <laughs> so you, you, you've got to stop at the moment that it looks right and then you, you can randomize the parameters in those. And that, again, you, if you overshoot, that's it. You, can, you, you can't go back. It's, it, there's no undo. And uh, I think there, there, there is a way to say favorite effects though in groups. So although... Although you can't save the exact parameters of an effect, if you find that two effects work nicely together, you can save those uh, as a preset um, yes. and have those as being the effects that you apply. And I think, uh, and and for me, usually no more than two effects, uh, two, two effects applied to an image at any one time for me is the sweet spot because any more than that and it starts to get a little bit incoherent. <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't right that there. the point? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, sure. So it, it, is, uh, yeah. it is an exciting little uh, toy to play with, and don't say it goes beyond toy. I think it's a real tool for for artists. And I can I can see Jeremiah holding up his camera. So you're decimating us as we speak, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. 
Oh, there we are. Wonderful, uh, wonderful. I've never looked so good. So, Jeremiah, you've been having a play. Tell us, what's it, what, what are your thoughts on this latest version? Um, I, you know, I like it. It seems to be the kind of um, application that one can get very involved with after several drinks. <laughs> or, or other substances. Or other yeah. substances <laughs> that, that are mind-altering. Because it, it does provoke a kind of randomness and regurgitation of reality that you just keep wanting to try oh one more or a little more random yeah. or punching these things and so there's a, a a bit of discovery involved that i think is interesting what i've tried to figure out and i haven't yet is how to layer not layer the actual effects but there's a way to flatten the image, so save the image. But then when I wanted to kind of add, say, the unmolested image on top of it and blend both the pristine image and the randomized image together, because I, I like that, uh, I've had to do it by exporting it out and layering it. Um, Have you tried the blending mode, the third button from the left? Uh, yes, I, and then, I, and then I the, live in that. But. And then there's the slider <laughs> that you can change the opacity yeah. of the overlay. Yes, and, and it does that very, very beautifully with the effects themselves. But once I've achieved the entire kind of look of the piece, then I really would like very much to add the pristine picture to it. Mm -hmm. um, you know what I mean? And, and, and do the blending there. And the blending modes are very familiar to anyone using Photoshop yeah. or any other um, application. They, they all are, they work in the same way by adding light, adding color, reducing it, removing it, etc. Soft light, hard light. So those of, of us who've worked in that world will be very familiar with it, and it's very effective on the on the application. But once I flatten the image, in other words, I have it, I like it, I want it, then I want to add another image to it and i haven't figured out how to do it within it though the implications are that you can yeah i, I don't think it does that i think <laughs> it's just not part of it so you will need <laughs> well, an external editor for that <laughs> well there there you go uh, and and uh, so i did not uh, do that um and um, the images that i've put are, are pure decimate images um and, so um, let's let's look at a few. Let's look at a few. Web, let, let's start with yours. Yeah. I think uh, I think this one is one of yours, right? Yeah. So how do we do this? Because we I have not prepared anything like a before and after thing. Just the results and uh, yeah. I wish I, I, yeah. It didn't occur to me to put the original picture. Do we do on. do I, we I do a I little uh, guessing guessing what is, what what are we looking at? This one looks like a chandelier of sorts, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's a chandelier right above my head right now. And um, uh, what I did is... That's, is that's I, what I you blended. get when you do your homework last minute. <laughs> oh, what's believe around me? Not, Let me take that picture. <laughs> no, Believe it or not, this was in my library. I, I had oh, shot this okay. picture uh, several weeks ago, though I, I, I'm admitting I, I could have just grabbed it, but I did not. Um, I like the picture. I like the light. I like the luminosity. And so I... And, and the original looks quite good. The interesting thing is 
there were two blending modes or one uh, effects mode, which had a kind of pixelation, which you could see large pixelation, big pixels and yeah. that. Mm -hmm. um, and I feathered the, the pixelated image down and it didn't pixelate it uniformly, obviously, which is what I liked about it. And then I used a blending mode, which basically reverses the, it turns it into a negative. Ah, so that's come um, from the blending mode rather than the effect itself. Interesting. Yeah, I use both. And, yeah. and so that combination really kind of resulted in this. And I, I was rather pleased with the, with the results. If, um, you know, I wish it had a little more, um, if we're, you know, wishes were, what is it? If wishes were ponies, what's that thing? <laughs> um, but but um, I, what I like is a little more color um, control, uh, selectively or masking on it would have been ideal for me. Right. And that's why I use Do you know, what? I think I think last time we we discussed this app on on this podcast, Jeremiah. I think uh, at that time you you mentioned that actually in some ways it was a bit frustrating for you and you'd prefer to have a little bit more manual control rather than have to do, as Chris described just a few minutes ago, the finger mashing thing. You know what, what I want yeah. from, from, from decimate, I want those, those randomized buttons to be much, much bigger because you keep pressing them so often that you end up, uh, I, I, I would make the entire bottom half of the screen, just two big buttons, <laughs> randomize effects and randomize parameters. I think, I think if I remember my, I remember the pictures that I put up there, and and um, I I felt that the best use of decimate at that moment for me was to use it very delicately, because I remember it was sort of a landscape shot. I think Adrian, you put some stuff of a field up there for mm, my memory. Yes, I did. Yeah, well remembered. Um, yeah, it, it, it is is there, and I thought that the and I remember Chris commenting, "Oh, it's very subtle use of it," and that that's what I liked about it that that there was some recognizability <laughs> so of the original. This one is not very subtle. Where did you find a <laughs> Christmas tree? Uh, right outside. Right is outside that a tree? My window. It is a very large uh, tree, actually. It's a very large tree. I was just tree. guessing. <laughs> it, but it, yeah, it is. It's a very large tree that, that I've, I've managed to kind of pull, <laughs> pull apart tonally and, um, and, and kind of just spread that. I, I, I like the smearing a yeah. lot. Um, I, I have experimented in Photoshop with painting smears, um, which I, I kind of enjoy. And there's some, I, I think I've, put uh, a photographer, Daniel Castellano, I think that's his name, mm -hmm. uh, a Montreal-based photographer who uses a lot of that kind of smear techniques. And this would be a perfect uh, image to have combined with the original image. And so that you see the actual tree and then slowly and subtly the smearing kind of pulls away rather than <laughs> what you have. Well, but, this uh, is you know, anything but subtle, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I really like this one. I think it's great. And this, this, this one is a sim similar, in a similar vein, just, just a bit more yeah. horizontal. Yes, uh, except that this, this is an image that it was corrected and uh, corrected by the perspective. It was shot as a, um, a vertical image. Uh, the original image is of a stream, 
um, that that is moving through uh, forested or, or kind of ground cover. Um, and and uh, I used um, something called Inception, I think it was, to kind of do, double it up. And so the beginning of the, the, the river kind of widens for those of you just listening. It, it starts as a small screen, a stream and then widens at the base. And I flipped it and just used the very, very narrow uh, portion of it. And it looks absolutely realistic, even though it's an imaginary landscape. Um, and then I applied the kind of, I was trying to achieve some of the realism at the very top. You can kind of see where the, the kind of uh, forest is. Uh, and then I smeared it. And then I thought, no, this looks like a sonic effect. <laughs> like, it does, like a waveform of something. Like or a, yeah, or yeah. a spectrum, a or spectrum, a sound spectrum. Yeah. Or a Bitcoin price. <laughs> so so that's the, I think that's just the sign of a true artist you tell him to use one tool and he uses 12 <laughs> well the, the, the thing is Chris in my defense and I will I will gather my resources to defend this the original image was already in my bank so I had done the manipulation quite separately and I thought oh this is a good image to you're, decimate. You're excused. And, and so I, didn't, I didn't actually originate the entire multiple process uh, with, you know, I didn't cheat. That is fine. Okay, I'll I'll be I'll, I'll be bringing up a couple of mine. Yeah, you, you're you're that. okay. You're okay. I'm just teasing. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, um, I've I've been I've been experimenting with like glitches also in video and in other areas especially with a with a show that i've been producing like a little news show for an online event and uh, we had like a lot of transitions that are very glitchy with with sounds and things like that and uh, and this reminded me of this this is just a black and white photo that i took a few days ago and i pulled this out of my archive and um and 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 randomized the effects and then i i came across this blind uh horizontal stripes kind of look and i like this and what i really like is how it it looks like it's it's picked out individual areas into little subframes and then there's even a sub subframe and then the the vertical of these wind turbines that you're seeing there is kind of broken up on the left but not on the right so it was a weird kind of a a breaking up of this and yeah this 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 was exactly that kind of an aesthetic that a that I went, okay, I have to stop mashing buttons now. I have to say yeah, this. Like, this is a good one. I like that, yeah. yeah so can you, like can you um, tell me, and maybe Adrian knows the answer, but in the development of these, is it um, using sort of a randomized algorithm to, to basically just chew it up and, and switch it up based on luminosity or tonality or I don't think it cares where it is in the frame. I don't think it cares. Yeah, I, mean, cares. I, th I think that there's something going on in some of them. Um, I, I couldn't tell you what, of course, because yeah, don't, don't, don't know the developer, but I have noticed that some of the effects seem to uh, bypass areas of greater detail in a shot. Um, so if you have if you have a shot that where, where perhaps 
and perhaps it does that by way of trying to isolate the subject in a in a simplistic way <laughs> so sometimes when you have a face uh the eyes will be left because there's a lot more detail in the eyes um uh, and and sometimes the eyes will be left uh without so much of the effect uh or or just generally something that is a little bit more intricate and detailed in, you mean the, in eyes. the way that it's presented so <laughs> yeah so this so next one is a scary shot chris adrian i i think i think you are giving the algorithms too much credit i believe that you are looking for patterns then and you of course when you look for patterns you'll find them Good point. Uh, if you search for them i i wish well maybe hey chris chris collins if you're listening to this um come on the show we'll talk about this yeah it'd be here. great to I'll talk be, to you we'll be happy brilliant. to do that so uh, about this picture uh, this is just a weird selfie of mine um it looks quite happy when you look at the original and i pressed the randomized button a few times and then, <laughs> then and then i and then i came across this blood red i mean this looks gruesome this looks like an, someone was in an accident of sorts and it's a movie it looks poster. like the movie poster for a cheap 1970s horror movie. sort of sort of <laughs> yeah, and and yeah, and then and then i i i added a few manual effects to it that mangled it a bit more so i thought this was a this is a horror movie thing yeah absolutely so the color scheme the the bloodshot eye which this is not bloodshot in reality at all so um, it's not yeah, that badly like anyway, the, the yeah. broken the broken nose which is not broken at all so it's it's i i just it's, it's just thought you do yeah. look like you've just you do look like you've just been mugged or something and just like be, beaten up and left my, dead in a back alleyway so that's the result of my first boxing match that was looks like what it looks like <laughs> and last but not least um there's another very weird one and it comes down to the to the source material if you look closely you can spot a face like a doll face in there uh, is that what it is? i saw a nose and i thought i wonder if this has been somebody with really curly hair that you've taken a photograph of or something so like that. again the super weird situation there's a park nearby with which has like weird art and there is a a whole corner of it. it a rainy day and uh, monica and i went for a walk there and uh, there was a, a corner there w with trees and and weird dolls and things <laughs> strung to them like, it was a, 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 one of those displays of someone who had like probably bought up a, a bunch of like 20 different action figures and dolls and things and made them into art that they distributed okay. across this corner in the in the forest so we were we were there shooting like like really really weird we weird is the only word that i can come <laughs> up with and uh and uh it was um it was fun it was really fun to play with that and uh then and then i had this photo and i just threw it into decimate this is the, i think one of the first effects that came out it's like oh i'll leave it just like that just a little hint of a person in there and the rest is all curly hair with a weird color and that worked okay. for me it, it is fun there, there's things um you know stuff like this i wonder <laughs> should it be printed out you know a, a me medium size not enormous but but medium size printed you know, you could you could end up with some really interesting stuff because I I think I, I'm not quite sure oh, yet. Here's I've, the original, by the way. Ah, uh, <laughs> so I see. Okay, gives you, an, gives you a bit of an idea. That's interesting. So you've used black and white uh, as as a source material. As a source, that is interesting. And I had uh, because I've done that as well. At the colors, yes. 
Yeah, I've done that as well on at least one of mine. We'll talk about that in a minute. But um, I, 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 I'm not sure that you know, a small phone screen does the output of Decimate justice. I do feel that some of these things would be bigger. Yeah, it would be better, bigger and printed, you know, sort of poster art almost. Gursky um, size. Yeah, so, I, I don't yeah. know what would be the, you know, let's let's print them out, you know, maybe not a metre by a metre squared, but maybe, you know, what's a couple of feet squared, a 60 centimetre square yeah. or something like that. Well, you know, The good news, if you blow it up Gursky size, that the pixelation of the image only enhances the effect. Well, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I, th- so I think you'd be bigger genius especially where you get these ones with big pixel shapes right there but with detail in them and you could yeah if you could like sort of use these good and um ups up resing algorithms these days to get them to to still have detail you know what you know what take take one of these really mangled photos and throw it into one of those ai up resing algorithms that will not only uh, uh make it bigger and try to keep the the edge is sharp, but it will try to replace things with what it thinks it is. And then I think you yeah, could come up with a totally new art form this way. Do you know what we want? Jeremiah, when you get home, um, throw a couple of them up on your... Um, you've got one of those uh, Samsung TVs with the frames that look like paintings, yeah, haven't yeah. you? Yeah, throw yeah. them up on that and see what you think. You know, report back, because I'd be really interested to see what they look like as wall art. Yeah, I think so. And and I can add a mat to it so it formalizes it. And, and uh, you know, yeah, yeah. See that, I think that could work really. You can, I, I you think, can use my, my, my bloody face on that. You will that yeah, maybe not that one. Scare the neighbors. <laughs> In and, my living yeah. room would be great. Yeah. Mm. Uh, by the way, the, but you know, I think that this, the, the conversation about Decimate provokes a bigger question about um, abstraction. Um, interpolation, <clears throat> freedom in non-preciousness, um, using our cameras or iPhones um, for just pure capture and then and, and then kind of digging in and, and balancing the randomization with some kind of control, being comfortable with giving up control, but recognizing when a certain image, hits a certain visual parameter that provokes a reaction, which is the finished image. And I, I think that that is true, you know, while Decimate is kind of built to that, almost uh, every uh, form of photo editing technology has that either in a minority or a majority of effects that you, and we call them effects, but you know, we call also call them edits. So replacing a color may be invisible, but it is a radical change of the original. Um, blowing up pixels, that's another thing. Pixelization, changing colors, complete destruction of the formalization of form. All of these are a good lesson. Uh, and and we've, we've crossed this path before where slow shutters and abstraction and photography and that, that feel feels very liberating. Um, some people are so self-conscious of like taking a good picture that they, they, they don't allow themselves the pleasure of just 
seeing what happens, of, of not being right. highly technical about it. And and that is a whole part of photography that I, I, I adore, I love. And combining it with formalism is something that really gives you um, the sum of the parts which are, I mean, something greater than the sum of the parts. Yep. Often. Mm, absolutely. So, Adrian, your photos. Okay. All right. Uh, now this one, this this one is uh, a photo from my commute, uh, which at the moment takes me from Waterloo Station to Blackfriars Road and then straight up north across Blackfriars Bridge and beyond. Um, at the north side of Blackfriars Bridge uh, in London at the moment, uh, they are building a new embankment along the River Thames. And this photo is of the entrance to the construction site. You know, they often have turnstiles these days for ah, security and safety. And there's this little old chair that sits just beside the turnstile. And it's a bit rope. It's the, the fabric's all torn and the foam has got bits this missing. This is from, from someone's it. living room. It's, it, uh, yeah, or a sort of, you know, uh, uh, you know, a sort of office waiting room kind of chair. You <laughs> right. Know? And, and I've got tons of photos of this chair because I walked past it. And I've, one day I hope to, like, see somebody sitting there and have the guts to go up and say, hello, are you enjoying the chair, you know, and introduce <laughs> myself. But so, so I, I, I thought this would be a great one to, to play with. And this is a, a, a relatively uh, benign decimate effect um it's added some some you know loomy green and loomy pink colors to to you know what was a, a fairly basic photograph but you can still see that you've got a chair there and a little alcove and it's you know it's beside the pavement and i just thought i, I like this it's you know I, i'm trying different ways to take photos of this particular chair over time so this was a nice chance to play with that and see what i could get out of it i can make an entire chair exhibition Oh, I, I, I could do, yeah. Ah, no, this one. Okay, what are we looking like at here? One. Is that fireworks? It is. Good oh, spot. Okay. Yeah. So this is, um, I'm sure I've talked about this before on the podcast, but uh, my little Olympus point and shoot camera has a firework mode that essentially, uh, it, uh, whether it takes multiple exposures or one long exposure, I'm not sure, but it tidies them up nicely and it produces you a really nice image of a firework uh, as it spreads. You know, uh, and of course, is, that's this is the kind of modes, the sports mode, the fireworks mode, the food photography mode and whatever modern cameras have that I always ignore, completely ignore. But I should probably look at them more because they do <laughs> have a merit. So, so, you, so you should, um, but, but um, don't expect them all to be great. Um, so it would be my <laughs> experts. So, so some of them are really nice. And on my little Olympus camera, uh, the firework mode is really nice. The sunset mode works really, really well. It does something with the colors that makes it really pleasing aesthetically. Um, and so there are there are a, a, a couple or three of these things that work really well, and then there are a good handful that don't work quite so well, or at least that I haven't managed to get to work quite so well. But fireworks, this is absolutely my go-to camera if I'm going to see fireworks, and you get these really beautiful patterns because, of course, you know, against the firework, the night that the sky is basically black, so you get just the shape of the exploding firework, which is great. And I thought that would be a really good candidate for decimating. 
So the the underlying image is is mostly of a of a gold coloured firework exploding, but as you can see, it's got some sort of negative type colours in. It's spread the pattern horizontally. It looks like it's the similar sort of effect to what Jeremiah had on his big vertical tree, but applied yes. to a, a firework. Um, and I just really like this. I did half a dozen of these, and this one was my favourite at the end. So I was really pleased. What happens if so, you take people portraits with the firework mode? Does that uh, work? not really i think it ca i can't remember but i think it comes out all smudgy but it could be another another art form like the the using the wrong mode for things or the mm -hmm. opposite mode for things that's a good point yeah it could that's be cool point. i like what yeah. decimate made of that yeah okay it's, yeah it's a nice one that one uh, it's, it's good, good to know and then my last one aha <laughs> skittles so this actually this 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 picture actually I made for a different project. <laughs> um, so over on the Sunday Sixteen podcast, we've had a theme for the month of January, the theme of desires, um, and this was uh, so. This is a close up of a Skittles packet taken in a really crunchy black and white JPEG mode. Uh, so the underlying image of this particular one is crunchy black and white. Uh, and uh, it is decimates that has added the the pattern and the colours. Um, I think this this is the sort of thing. I think um, this particular one, I th this particular underlying image, I'm going to play with more. I, I've done a, um, uh, I did another one version of it the other day where I just overlaid a rainbow gradient. So I, I put I put a, a gradient overlay on it, and I put you know, four or five points in the gradient to try and get most of the the, the spectrum of colours, so that it would have, yeah, it would have. I'm almost replacing the Skittles rainbow, right? But, but with an overlay right you know, on top of a really crunchy black and white photo, uh, and just playing around with it and things. And this is this, this again. I think. Um, I think this sort of thing would look really good, you know, 60 centimetres by 60 centimetres, two feet by two feet, hanging on the wall uh, as a feature in a in a fun part of the house or, or something like, like that. I like that That's... effect. It, it, it's reminiscent of like, um, I remember back in my childhood, it was all the rage to have this te television feedback where they would film the picture <laughs> off a yeah. monitor and then you get this this repeating flowing pattern um that that's Back what in the days of hardware of. video effects do you know which, the, the, that which are very, that reminds very me of familiar uh, it reminds me of um one particular tv show they did it a lot but one particular tv show here in the uk it was called top of the pop oh, top of the pops i get. thought about this yes yeah and it was it was used constantly that effect that you're describing the, on the german the equivalent pops. was called disco yeah we had okay. that too <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and by the way, in the um, a few years ago, I did um, something called The Bronx is Burning, a mini series about 1977, New York City, politics, baseball and murder, <laughs> basically. Um, and all the graphics of that time had that had that look, of course. Uh, especially in sports. Um, they would all, you know, throw it down, even, you know, television shows. Yep. Jeremiah, um, have you ever worked with a Scanimate? Does it does it that ring a bell? Very familiar. What is it? Was, it yeah, was it one of these one of these weird graphics processors, analog, but it made very digital things that could make flying logos and things. But um, it was more of an art form than and, and it had lots of knobs and it was, yes, 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 and, and joystick, something yes, like yes, that. Yes, 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 yes. It, it, it brings back a. Uh, 
I've seen a, I've seen a feature about the Scanimate um, system, <laughs> which was interviews with people who actually worked with it, and they all some some of the some of the Decimate stuff reminds me of Scanimate. So um, there's a there's an entire documentary somewhere out there about that system, which oh, uh, we yeah. should look for one on eBay. No, <laughs> you will like getting an. Analog. We're talking living room sized hardware. We not it's not a thing you put on your desk. No, no, no. Not at all. Sounds like fun uh, though. Well, that was early yeah. digital style effects without using actual yeah. digital technology. Anyway, that was cool. Thank you so much for for uh, bringing your photos. Um, again, Chris Collins, the maker of Decimate. If you're listening to this, if you're watching this, then uh, help us. Give us. Yeah, give us. He's very welcome to come on the show. Yeah, We'd love say, to talk to you. Say hello. We'd love to talk to you. Um, and with that, let's move on to the picks of the week. And I'll start with one that is. Uh, oh, I have to switch the. Thing to the browser there we go um i'll start with one that is a product of mine a new one which is a magazine called the cm magazine which uh yeah. is um which is it is it's in german so it's not really much use for you guys but um it is a weekly magazine where i talk about and where I mostly write about things that interest me so it's kind of a, a blog in that sense but not a blog it's more of a newsletter kind of thing and then there's um, a, an additional kind of layer to it, which is um, me talking to people about these things. So we're, we're discussing the articles, and it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a little project that. The, yeah. the, the reason I started it was because I was looking for a kind of a, a way to force myself into writing regularly again because I haven't done this in like the entire pandemic. I haven't really been writing and. Writing is is a very important process for myself, so I I need that exercise because it exercises my brain. It helps me it helps me order my thoughts and get some structure into my thinking. So um, I'm doing you know this week. It's coincidental. Now. It's very coincidental that it's called CM Magazine. <laughs> well, they did know there's there's, there's, a, there's a there's a German magazine uh, in paper form that I used to read as a teenager, which was the, the PM Magazine, which is a uh, the initials ah. of the guy who used to make that, and it was about yeah. all sorts of things. Uh, the topics here are complete. I mean, there's photography in there, of course, but the topics are like other stuff that is me: mobility, um, virtual reality, artificial intelligence. Um, space. I mean, there's just like all these kind of things that have no other place to go. So that's why I'm, I'm glad to see that you've managed to get a Star Trek reference onto the front page. I'm Absolutely. That, that, that Absolutely. does it for me. That does it for me. <laughs> there you go. Now you only have to translate it. Um, let's see. Adrian, you brought us a link to a YouTube channel. Uh, it's it's a researching resource. Um, so for, uh, I don't know if this is a, a, a British thing particularly. I suspect not. But there are a ton of YouTube channels uh, where people who are, you know, uh, they're interested in architecture or local history or anything like that, you know, are uh, and they put, you know, videos of walks and things like that. This this particular chap, chap called John Rogers, there's a bunch of really interesting videos, kind of, kind of nerdy kind of interesting about London and its history and its buildings and its people. 
and stuff like that. And he's he's a walker, so he he sort of the context for this is he'll do a video of a particular walk. I mean, sometimes those walks are you know a couple of miles long. Sometimes he's only focusing on just a few hundred yards of one street because there's so much to talk about. And I just they're fantastic for researching photo walks. So I think it would just just. Uh, I mean, they're fantastic anyway, just because of the information and knowledge in them, and they're great. And this is just one example. Uh, is that a, a genre? Channel. Is that something that you can look for certain keywords and it find is. these things? It is. It, you can find it in almost every city. There, there are people like this. Um, but what would you look for? In, what would you look for? Um, is it just walking? Walking, walking tours, historical yeah, interest. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think just you know, for those of us that you know, especially those of us that get to spend quite long periods of time in the same city, I mean, cities are you know vastly you know different, yeah, vastly varied places, and you know, long you know, you can walk around cities and you can see different things, and you can live in cities for years and years and years and not know half of what's there. So, just just a great example of a great type of resource for helping explore and finding good photos. All right, and uh, last but not least, Jeremiah, what is this? I haven't clicked into the website yet. I'm just, uh, <laughs> st I've just been staring uh, at the animation of the guy, uh, like bobbing his head in on front of his car, watching the sky. I would say this is a analog radio randomized interface uh because we were talking uh, estimate and whatnot it, lofi.cafe it it's just fun let me um, see worth exploring i'm just pulling it up here probably gonna get a content strike or something for the music and it's just like some beats and you just can keep, keep clicking it's very um <laughs> It has a bit of a it has a bit of a decimate feel to it in some yeah, areas. It does, yeah. I threw it up there. I, the I, visuals. It, 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 I like the glitches when you when you change channel. It's like all all staticky and so on. That's oh, good. Yeah, I and if you look at the one. bottom, you know, like space station, space lo-fi hip hop radio. Yeah, chilly lo-fi beats. <laughs> lo-fi lo-fi i like this i'll leave this open in the background for later tonight yeah listening it's to a, it, 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 it's one of those obscure randomized odd sonic sonically configured but i also like the visuals it's on it beautiful really interesting and and i thought little know, pixel animation somehow yeah. connected yeah it, it felt connected to decimate in my and a cat yeah definitely everything that has <laughs> cats in it is a good thing so there we go <laughs> yes. yeah. so there well we well well that was that was a cool episode i like this i really enjoyed this a lot so <laughs> yeah me too so um decimate let's all decimate pictures maybe we'll get to talk to the developer sure. maybe not let's find out and ah, maybe uh, not. do you know i tell you one of the things i've learned from this though is that i think with regard to the future of photography really punishing pixels is definitely part of the future of photography yeah. <laughs> definitely has its place <laughs> it does have its place and it's what fun. happens after pixels Oh, oh, that's oh, very, this is very... We'll leave you with that thought. Yes, we'll, we'll leave you with that thought. And we are, of course, at thefuturephotography.com. You can find us online at TFOB now. Um, we'll be back next week. Until then, everyone.
Bye. You've been listening to The Future of Photography. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your other podcasts. Find the show notes and more information at thefutureofphotography.com. Thank you.